it's it's all like you have to click a bunch of things before we will <laughs> update me <laughs> oh god no i deal with that all day long of like it's it's saying it's always saying to me i'll be late for a meeting and then it's like oh you have an update to run on zoom i'm like this is yeah. not the time it's like when you're trying to print stuff and you're in a hurry it's like the printer can smell your fear so you gotta act all like relaxed and calm because if you're like mad at the printer for not printing fast enough it will print even slower because it Guys, just knows somehow that you're in a hurry so copies, like somebody's printing 20 copies of something that's like 15 pages long and you yes and you have to fax the one thing I yes that. at the very end of whatever they're doing yes yeah, I'm notorious for canceling people's stuff. <laughs> I'm notorious for canceling people's stuff. I'm like, you chose this now. <laughs> not, if, if you need 20 copies of something and it's not a deadline related, um, and usually it's somebody made a mistake, which is, oh, I hate that. And someone's yes. like, didn't check how many copies they wanted. They wanted yeah. two, got 25. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I had that happen the other day though, because a colleague replace one of the trays with hole punched paper oh god and I didn't know that so I went to print like I had a call uh, a trainee asked me to print a binder for them mm -hmm. and it would have been great but I didn't print it the right direction, the right direction. so they all printed the wrong way and then I needed to hole punch them again so I couldn't like turn it around because it was like backwards so it's yeah like, if you had not done that person who put the paper in the tray <laughs> I could have just printed them like normal but now these two people got like a double hole punch binders I'm like I'm sorry I wasn't sorry. gonna waste 400 pages of stuff oh, because no. I didn't catch it till it was done so it's like here you go you're just gonna deal with the double hole punch binder. yeah just don't <laughs> just make sure fine. it doesn't get caught on anything and it won't yes <laughs> well it was in a, a natural binder so it's like just you know yeah. don't mess with it and it'll be fine so but I was annoyed where it's like people are moving paper around <laughs> we fixed that though so office that. life not office wasting life. paper yeah yeah Ugh. <laughs> she's fine she's snoozing underneath my desk um this was her first appointment um with us so she had a, an appointment and stuff of course before and they checked her all out before we adopted her but this time we're taking her to the new bed we're checking everything out and they're doing the blood work and all that mm -hmm. um she's having issues with allergies and stuff. So we were getting her meds. Um, I told her, I took her to the groomer and it's like, oh, she didn't have this vaccine. So she might need that for kennel cough. So there's that. And yeah, you know, I said, go ahead and do a whole workup on her. So I know with you guys, like this is the starting date. She doesn't have heartworm, all of that stuff, just to be sure. So yeah. it just, yeah. what was a 30 minute visit took over an hour. Yeah. <laughs> but she I, was I a trooper. She did great, but it That's was a lot good. of stuff. Yeah. Usually they want to run out the door. My dog wants to escape every room. <laughs> well, Oreo's a nightmare at the vet. Like he gets like, and he's like, Arr! and he'll bite people and they try to put a muzzle on him and they can't because he has no face. So they can't <laughs> ever get the muzzle to stay on. And so with him, I have to give him what they call the chill protocol. So like the night before I give him a drug, two hours before the appointment, I give him a drug. And then half an hour before the appointment, I give him another drug to like totally knock him out so that they can get the muzzle on him. And he'll just like, oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's a total like he's a total angel. 
Honey's a total diva. She thinks she runs the place. She goes to the vet and she's just like, she's really like shaking and anxious, but she'll let them do anything, you know, like that for the meds or whatever. So everybody's like, oh, you're so sweet. You're first so soft and blah, blah, blah. Whereas Oreo's a little minion from hell. Whereas here it's like backwards. Something totally, <laughs> totally different. So yeah. yeah, I lead a fun life with them. They keep things yeah. interesting. <laughs> There's always one. There's always one in a pack. <laughs> yes. That is like that. So I understand. Yes. I do. The previous vet thought that she was 10. So when we adopted her, it was as a senior dog, but the vets looked at her eyes today because I guess they checked to see if there's some type of degeneration in the eyes. Mm-hmm. They didn't see that. So she's less than eight, which means Oreo's older than her. Okay. So I'm like, that explains so much of how she can just jump on things. Like she'll jump yeah. on like the top of the couch and bark at people out the window. And it's like, <laughs> stop that. <laughs> she still has energy. She still has yes. energy. Oreo's and like- a little bit grumpier, a little bit more yeah. chill. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. But that's enough about me. We're going to talk about you, Miss Deflect yeah. the Question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> Always. Um, yeah. This week was, well, last time we talked, we talked, we talked mostly about the boyfriend last time. I don't really want to talk about it. I don't. Did the breakup with the boyfriend occur? No, but uh, um, the final nail in the coffin occurred. Uh, just for context, he told me that his goal with me was to deprogram me from being a Democrat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did I make that face out loud? <laughs> so uh, he said that to you this week. Yeah, he said that to me on Thursday. We went to dinner on Thursday, and, and I just with him right then yeah exactly i went to dinner and uh and it came up because he's so he's not a republican he's a he is a what i like to refer to as a philosophical libertarian basically he took his education his undergrad teachings of philosophy he pretty much he lives and breathes uh philosophers and all their philosophies and dissecting them and all those things which would be helpful however he takes it so seriously that nobody can get an a word in edgewise but he's using that same kind of indoctrination to politics and life and philosophy on his daughters specifically right now his eldest who is 15 or going to be 15 and I was telling him, I was like, you know, be prepared. She's going to be 16 before you know it. And then she will have, you're going to get pushback right now. You're not getting any resistance because she's still very young. She's still like, she's just starting high school. Her sense of independence hasn't shown up yet. And like real, like you're, there's independence in junior high. And then there's independence in high school. Independence in high school is when you think everything that your parents say is stupid and no one can tell you the wiser and I'm like it's coming and he and he says well I I'm gonna indoctrinate I'm gonna make sure that she she knows the truth before then I was like okay whatever and then he says to me he's like and my next undertaking will be with you and deprogramming you from this liberal democrat uh, upbringing that you've had and I thought he was joking for only a split second then I realized oh no he's not joking and his behavior has shown he was not joking um and 
so he uh went on to i was like so you're just playing god he's like yes and then here's the shitty part he still makes me laugh because he says really stupid things like he's like he's like yes i am making you in my image i will call you spare rib (laughs) (laughs) it's such a dumb joke it's a dumb joke um but it was funny. It, it may sound funny to disarm you, but it's like, I, I knew leaving that conversation was like, no, nope, we're not doing this. I already was with somebody who was a major Trump supporter, a major military Republican, nothing wrong with people in the military, but he was like, so racist and bigoted and a lot of other things. I'm like, no, we're not doing this again. I, if I'm allowed to have a difference in opinion and political opinion and views, and if I allow you to have that open space to hold your own views in your own space, I deserve the same. Um, and it's clear that that's not what he wants. There were, there were a lot of things that happened. There were, after I met with you and on my actual birthday, I saw him later that day. And even like, the birthday card to me said and this is like me starting this is when you know you need to leave a relationship because everything they say is like just just like (laughs) um yeah his birthday card to me even said it said happy birthday to me for me this this year has been a great loving all these things which if I was a year if this was a year ago when we first started getting together, I think, oh, that's really sweet. Paying me a compliment, saying I'm a good girlfriend. But actually, this is more of like, no, you've just basically said you've benefited. You've just put in a card that you've benefited from all the things I've done for you. Not a like, I hope your year is better. I hope, you know, I wish all the best for you. I wish, you know, you know, best wishes are what you give for the other person on their birthday or at least that's just my that's my upbringing I guess um but that was the opposite absolute opposite so yeah this really is it I'm just trying to pick my moment very tackle I'm picking my moment now like actually trying to okay I've been rehearsing it in my head all week Rehearsing it in my head and and trying to have trying to have a kind of almost um emotionless conversation I guess I I don't want to start crying because the cry the the tears are not part of its remorse and a lot of its guilt but it's also anxiety and I don't want it to be like that it's like you've I've been building up to this I have like a reason why I need to leave I've had more, I have many reasons why I need to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, You've built your case already. Yeah, I've built my case already. You have all the evidence you need. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's where that stands right now. But we're not talking about that anymore because you said you didn't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about that. I really actually want to focus on the financial part of things that we, we started with because. Okay. So um, 
last time we talked about the financials, unfortunately, some of $20,000 got reduced because of a medical bill. And then they came for another 2,800. So it got okay. reduced again. So we are now down to a smaller amount. And we are down to, what are we down to? I think 6,000 6, or just under 6,000 because it was, it wasn't an even number that they took. So 11, 36, 42. Why did I do that? Yeah, so 13, they took 13K from me, which is devastating in its own right. So what's coming up for me right now is a lot of anxiety and I'm trying to figure out why I'm trying to figure out why I can't just ride the wave of like doing things in a small increment, um, doing things in a reasonable increment. Because on the other hand of all of this is that I am, I, I would like objectively to move out of my parents' house come October, partially because uh, I would like my freedom back. Um, I would like, I would like to have this person that's visit that's going to be coming from Luxembourg to visit me and not have the restrictions of living under my parents' roof and have all that nonsense. Um, because I am 37 years old and when you live with your parents, you feel like a child. Um, and they make me, they definitely do that. Like the last time somebody came to visit me from long distance, it was like I had a curfew and this is ridiculous. And it is one of those things of I need to push this agenda. Now, the caveat though is I push this agenda, fine. But if I push this agenda, um, when the saving, this stuff I, I will manage to save by then goes, we go back to zero and and to, and the other thing is too, is I'm looking at a much bigger rent utility bill than I'm, than I currently carry. And that's part of life. If you live in California, unfortunately, finding something under two, two grand to live is really hard. It's tough out here. It's, it's getting worse by the day. Um, so I think what I, what I would like to at least unpack today is how how really I'm going how realistic I can be about the strategy to get to to get to that next step and and move out because it has to happen either way and the, the the shitty part is I can't wait another year okay. the mental health can't wait for another year um it's costing me more to commute to work. So if I keep waiting and I don't move closer, I'm, I'm spending more in gas. I'm, I'm burning through fuel. Mm -hmm. um, but the difficulty here is that we have a couple of things. I have these, I have these loans that I'm paying back at the car payment and mm -hmm. two loans. 
and that's equivalent to about $800 a month that goes out to all those. Okay. $800 a month, like clockwork, no issues. Um, then we have, let's say rent is $2,500. Really steep price. So we've got $2,500. We've got a thousand that's gotta be put away for that. We've got um, a cell phone bill that's pretty dirt cheap because I have not upgraded my cell phone. It's $97 and I'm kind of going to keep it that way until there's more capital coming in or unless that phone just dies. I'm just going to have to deal with it. $97. Car insurance is $169. And then we get into, you know, if the credit cards all stay paid off, we will be in the clear for any like excess payments going out. So this is a separate kind of question. Um, what is your max available credit on your credit cards? Like how the much if you max? Credit, um, each one's different. I have a thousand dollar credit card. I have a three, a $3,200 credit card. I have a $5,000 credit card that has nothing on it because I took all the balance off. And I have a, um, a another $3,500 credit card. Okay. I got a math, one second. <laughs> <laughs> so good. And you said 3,500 was the last or 32? 35 was the last. There's a 32. 12,700. Yeah, in credit. <clears throat> okay. All right. C carry on then. Continue. Okay. So keeping those with little to no balance <clears throat> will be key. <clears throat> but so we have. Hold on a second. I'm just going to open something. Uh, we'll see if it opens. <clears throat> we have, or I have, other expenses. I've had medical expenses for such a long time that have made things much more expensive. And some of that, some of that medical care will have to go away. Um, so right now, so I just pulled up a spreadsheet here right now. Actually, let me just show you this. I'll show you. Better way to do this. Oh, I can't share because you're you're the host, and they're like, no. <laughs> um, hold on, I can fix that. <clears throat> okay. Sure. Okay, try it now. All right. Okay, so this is the expenses. So like this is for August as of right now. Uh, actually, let's look at September because it's most up to date. So right now, output wise for all the bills being paid, it's about 29.50. Now I make a little, um, just $200 or less than $200 yeah. under um, 6,000. After and you pay your parents' rent, the 866 yeah. is to your parents? Okay. Yeah, that's to my parents right now. Um, that helps pay their mortgage. To journey, okay. Um, 
so the aside from the loans the rest of this here this actually so there are a few things that are high priced outside of the loans there is this this is nutrisense which is actually my glucose monitor on my arm here um, despite the fact that it should be paid under insurance my insurance refuses to pay it uh, this is the dietitian slash, uh, I'm working with a different practitioner right now. So it's dropped down to $50, uh, $50 less. And then this is chiropractic. Now the, the chiropractic will go away, but I'm looking at these and I'm looking at my monthly output and what I would like to put in savings, which is between $1,000 and $500 and $1,000 to put it away. The problem is, is that um, when you're paying, when this goes, this number goes to two twenty five hundred, that's a really big difference in what the expense output's going to be. And like, let's even just, can I change this? And that's eight sixty seven. That'll be sixteen hundred dollar difference out of your cash. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So minus you said twenty nine twenty seven fifty six. So you'd have about just shy of $1,300 in cash. Yeah. And the difference between that. Okay. Yeah. So that, that derails the, the idea of putting a lot of money into savings all at once. Right. Um, be, mainly because these have at least these two here, these are, first of all, these two are really short-term loans. The one on the bottom, the 14124 is only three year loan. And this one is actually only a year and a half. So these loans are short term, but it is still, it's a hemorrhage there. Like I, if they were gone, I could take this and put this money, carry that over into a savings account. And that's like, that's actually what will happen or or we'll go back to daily expenses but it's i'm just I, i'm struggling with the anxiety of like i i need to go i need mm -hmm. to move out i need my independence back i also need my independence back like the reason i've been doing our sessions in the car is because the energy in my house is really tough to be around yeah yeah so it's um it's wreaking its own havoc so all right so this is my thought on it okay let's stop sharing here if the goal is to move out by october and here we have the spreadsheet we have the numbers mm -hmm. what's to say then we don't look at the whole picture and question everything yeah right mm -hmm. so questioning do we have to live in california to move out do uh, we have to keep this job do we have to keep these things or are there more options than we're missing that's really my point here yeah if the goal is to move out can we really make bigger moves now mm -hmm. and then land somewhere more affordable and then kind of go from there or do we need to stay where we're at like really look at everything about this and see what 
what's really a, a non-negotiable or what is negotiable? So the, um, the first question of, do we have to stay in California? Do we have to stay at this job? The, I have only been at this job for a year. So, and I would like to continue. Um, this job comes with benefits that at least will help me grow. Um, it also will help to stay longer because then I will get my 401k matching, which is important. Um, <clears throat> so unfortunately, and unfortunately due to my agreement, because I work directly for the chief financial officer, I cannot leave. I cannot do a full on remote work. My some of my colleagues can, but it's because their job requires them to. My requirement for my position is to be local. I need to be at least within a, a 50 to 100 mile radius of. 5,200? No, 50 to 100. Oh, okay. Like, that doesn't sound local to me. No, that's not local. You can go anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So how long are you tied to that? Tied to this job? I say a minimum of three for me. A minimum of three. But that's not like, that's not on paper. No, it's not on paper. It's, um, it was really, I think I'm, I'm not ready to jump ship yet because it was actually really difficult to get this job. I went through a lot of hell to get it. Um, and I think I'm more comfortable. Sad to say, but I honestly think that I am more comfortable having a side hustle to make extra money <clears throat> than I am fully letting go of one job just yet. I'm not, I, I'm honestly, I'd be fine. I would be fine leaving, leaving California <clears throat> eventually. excuse me eventually um probably in that duration that's but I would like to have I would like to have more tangible financial uh stability of some court now now this job is the most I've ever been paid and if I take this job this same job somewhere else I get paid half that that's true at the same um, time, though, if you take it somewhere else and get paid half, but rent is a thousand dollars. Yeah, that's that's why I ask because yeah. yes, you get paid more, but your cost of living, of course, is higher. So if the goal is to move and also create some type of more financial stability, mm-hmm. is this job in this location going to do that for you, or are there other options? I know that's that is the million dollar question. Because if you also want to break up with the boyfriend and be like, I'm breaking up with you so I can move to like Georgia and I'm not saying move to Georgia, but that would also be like a reason, right? Like I'm just, I'm done with everything and I'm taking off and it's over. Yeah, yeah it would be a reason. Um, yeah, it's really, that's a really tough decision. It's hard because my, despite how toxic my family is, my family is here. My friend, most of my friends are on this side of, of the United States. Um, I wasn't a big fan of like the cheaper, 
a lot of my friends went up to Oregon and like I've been there I've I've been there for long periods of time and I'm not a fan and I I I'm definitely it's hard because I am a city girl I'm I'm very much a city girl and and a lot of the much more cost-effective places to live are much more rural much cheaper and I am I I like living in a city. I like not having to drive so much. I like being able to uh, have access to better public trans transportation. Um, I know that's really weird. A lot of people are like, oh, why, why do you, you have a really nice car? It's like, yeah, but I spend about half my life in it. Case in point of where I'm currently sitting. Um, that's fine. If the answer is stay in California, then that's yeah. fine. But the my my goal here is really questioning, questioning it all. Yeah, questioning everything. Yeah, kind of to that point, questioning the car. Can you live with getting rid of the car in order to get rid of that loan? You may be upside down on it for a little while, but if you get something, maybe not a beater, but a prettier beater <laughs> something a little bit better than a beater but not the bells and whistles mm -hmm. pay off that difference of being upside down on it and now you have no car payment and a lesser um insurance is that an option right um i will say this living in california with gas and everything the car that i have is actually a much better option than even a beater at this point because gas is five dollars okay. a gallon my car gets almost uh, 700, 700 um, miles to the gallon. Is your car a, an electric or hybrid or? It's a hybrid. Yeah. So that's, that's why cool. it's, that's why it's expensive. So it's like, this was actually, it, despite the financial hardship of it, this really was probably the best investment for, for where I'm from. And mm -hmm. um, I will hang on. I, I think I can manage this. And also too, is like, rem we have to keep in mind too, I am trying to rebuild my, um, oh, rebuild my credit score mm -hmm. from bankruptcy and to mm -hmm. not necessarily default, but to the purpose of loans or the purpose of the car really is to kind of help rebuild that the trustworthiness. Mm -hmm. um, and I am, well, and actually, okay. So there is a secondary option of, of living in California and living somewhere cheaper. The problem is I'm getting pushback from family about it because what it requires is it's definitely a lot cheaper. It would be more like instead of 2,500 be 1,800. However, it is not in the most savory part of the San Francisco Bay Area. It is in a much more dangerous place to live. And I understand everyone's concerned about it, but I also have to look at like cost effective versus, mm -hmm. you know, if somebody is offering me 1800, but I have to live in, if you've never been to California, Oakland, California is, it's actually not as bad as everyone says it is but my family is really old school they're born and raised here and they're just terrified of of what we call the east bay and it's because it's there's high poverty but there's high poverty all over here there's high poverty high break-ins high everything it's been that way for at least the last 10 years and rising so it really doesn't matter where i live it's gonna that part 
isn't mm-hmm. really what concerns me. What concerns me more is having like an actual living space that right. meets the budget. Right. And yeah. Well, <clears throat> yeah. Two two thoughts to that. One, your eventual goal is to move out of the country. Yeah. You're gonna have to have a tough conversation with your family either way about leaving. Yeah. I did have that. And, funny I had that this morning. Yeah. So I mean, at some point, we're gonna really piss them off. Whether that yeah. be moved from here to Georgia, and it's not really Georgia. Again, it's just an example. Georgia. Or here to Georgia in Europe, whatever, you know, <laughs> Georgia or Georgia. Jordan. Right? <laughs> Move to Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Either one. Either one, right? Yeah. Secondly, your car, you say, is really good because of high gas prices in California. Mm-hmm. This is not as expensive elsewhere in the country. Yeah. So there's that part two. And again, really, it's questioning everything and really deciding what is most important and what is most important right now, right? The goal of we have to get out of your parents' house is high on the list, right? Yeah. So how high is that versus building a good credit score, having X amount of money? Like, they're all important, but which one's most important and which ones are we willing to put in what order of importance? Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, so let's just, let's try to break that down then the mm-hmm. idea of moving out of your parents' house anywhere, moving out yes. of parents. Yes. On a scale of one to 10, one being everything's fine. And 10 being, I must get out this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where would you put that? About an eight. An eight. Okay. Building the credit score, which again, um, will also take time. The farther you get away from your bankruptcy, the more that will kind of take care of itself as well. So there are multiple factors to that. Um, Making on-time payments and keeping your DTI low are the big factors that will increase your your score. Yeah. Um, Building my credit score is probably more like a, it's about a seven. Seven. Okay. I'm I'm willing to go slow, which is also why it's not it's not terrible. Okay. But I also yeah, I um actually the next thing I was gonna say is being financially stable, but that's a multifaceted question. So I'm gonna say having X dollars in savings, which, what would that number be for you? You said earlier, like 30,000. Yeah. Having an emergency fund. Yeah. It's still, it's still 30,000. So we'll change that to 30K. 30K. And I mean, it'd be, it would you know, this is also contingent on the fact that I may, this is if my salary right now stays exactly the same, which it's actually not. I'm about to get a raise. So it's not going to stay the same. Um, but the high, yeah, the, the high priority, it's still about a seven or an eight for the, for the, the savings. And that's just because I just don't, I don't want to get caught with nothing again right 
that's that's just kind of where I'm living. Yeah. Okay. Now, again, the question being the 30K for an emergency fund. Mm-hmm. Would that yeah. be six months, did we say? Uh, yeah, that's six months. Emergency. That's six months of current expenses. Yes. Right. Going into a high yield savings account, which we at least have some foundation of it. Yes. There's a chance this number may be less if we're looking at somewhere with a lower cost of living. That's right. right. Six yeah. months of you know, $2,500 versus six months at $1,000 is very different, right? So Mm -hmm. having the six month emergency fund really is key. Right now that number is 30K. Yeah. And you said a seven to eight. Yeah, seven to eight. But um, that number may be less than 30K if we looked elsewhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... Are there any, is there anything else that's part of this equation that we need to look at order of importance? Mm. Maybe either willingness to live in California and, or willing to have a hard conversation with your parents about moving somewhere else. Yeah. About moving somewhere else. Wherever that is. Yeah. I would say. Moving somewhere else, I, it's it's not the highest on my priority. I would say it's probably like a three or a four. It's an idea. And what do we mean by somewhere else? Does that mean out of the state or out of the country? It, uh, all of the above. <clears throat> all okay. of the above. Because I think long term, I think it will be moving out of state first and then moving out of the country. It will be baby steps in that direction. Well, not that baby steps, but like <clears throat> more manageable steps. But that also could change. I mean, that could change if an opportunity presents itself and I find an opportunity, it's the right opportunity to get me there, it will change. But that right. does it right this moment. Right. So what I'm seeing, mm-hmm. and obviously this is your decision, if we if you wanted we could get you out of your parents house by October and you'll be paying 2500 a month and your savings goals will take longer but yeah. we'll accomplish the need of the eight of getting out of your parents house yeah mm-hmm. if we're willing to take more risks and burn it all to the ground if it's we could... like... Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what that was okay um <laughs> And not really burn it all to the ground, but really make bigger moves. We could get you out of your parents' house and out of the state, lower your expenses, and take some time to build it back. But build it back and get you where you want to be at potentially a faster rate. So A, stay here, move out, take slower to get to your goals. Hmm. Or move now somewhere completely different and potentially like really need to make some moves and decisions, but potentially move through your financial goals faster. I almost feel like as a pattern of kind of always seeking like the instant gratification of it all, I almost feel like I need to try to go slower And I think that's because I would like to get over the anxiety of 
things taking time to get done instead of knee jerk now but that's at the that is at the moment i'm very resistant to quitting a job that i'm not i've just gotten into mm-hmm. um i'm not uh and since i don't i don't have the um I won't have the flexibility to up and leave and go work remotely, like fully remote. Um, <clears throat> I'm not ready to burn that bridge yet because that, what, that's what okay. it would be. It would be burning a bridge. So I'm not ready to burn that bridge yet. I haven't, I don't hate my coworkers enough to burn that bridge yet. Um, <laughs> that's the cool. line, huh? <laughs> I don't hate my coworkers at all, actually. I my boss is questionable, but my coworkers and my supervisor are still pretty great. And I would like to at least see this through and learn as much as I can from it before I jump ship. Okay. So so make now, it work here then we, and take it slower. Okay. Yeah. Well, and the and the other option is we scrap the October the October idea completely and deal with the backlash of what will come if I'm not on my own and wait it out until wait it out save more until maybe even after tax season and and then go that's the other that's that's the least desirable option obviously but if it's the more realistic one, we will have to consider it. I will have to consider it. Um, I would throw out not using words like realistic. All of them are doable. I mean, you could quit your job today. You're not going to, but quit your job today and move to Alaska and <laughs> like done, like just done. You could do it all right now. Yeah, it could. There's no, there's no right or wrong answer. Mm-hmm. there's no shoulds or realistics it's what you are comfortable with doing but bearing in mind your mental health yeah physical health <laughs> yeah. Like that the things that you rated moving out of your parents house was an eight out of ten so to continue to prolong the thing that's the highest on the list yeah it is to me. more mental mental health stuff yeah i know and it's concerning me too, because it's, it's making my life harder. Um, and it makes me really question if you're afraid to just have the conversation and the backlash. I, I'm, <sighs> am I? Or am I? the thought of, and I totally understand the idea of you don't want to leave something right away. Um, like at your work but that also makes me wonder too is it because you're afraid to leave California no I can say that with certainty I'm not afraid to leave California um I I'm more I am concerned and that's the fixer I'm concerned about leaving my parents alone with my brother and being that far that that's the truth i'm very concerned about that i'm concerned about um 
a lot of the reason the mental issues of why I need to leave is because of the construct the can the the people in my household their dynamic is as an empath literally like a toxic toxicity overload and it has mm-hmm. been for years and uh, my brother is a major part of the problem and has been and refuses to change um <clears throat> but on the other hand of it all I would like to leave because I want my parents to take responsibility for their own actions I want them to stop using me to pay their mortgage when in, in intention it wasn't I they roped me into staying longer because they started using my rent money to pay their mortgage instead of um budgeting differently like they're going to Ireland for a month but they but my dad screams about money all the time like that's that's not fair it's um uh you especially having that upbringing of like you told me I earned these things like I had to earn to go on vacation which also is a by the way a very toxic mentality in general it's like yes you may have to save for it but saying that unless you work your ass off, you don't deserve to take care of yourself is not a nice, is not a good narrative either. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> so, but yeah, I do. I worry. I worry about them a lot. I worry about my mother um, being in that house with my dad and my brother being as toxic as they are. Um, so leaving the state at this moment is not really on my priority list and I know it's because if you left the state though and you went to like Arizona Mm -hmm. or is it Nevada borders or Washington or anywhere well you said not Oregon because Oregon's gross but Washington or Arizona or something like that so you're close but also not in their house and not in high cost of living land as much yeah um but then that still leaves the job thing mm-hmm. um i am i'm and that also goes back to the finance being financially comfortable if i had more in savings to do that then i wouldn't be so worried about like having to secure something before i just up and leave um if we really wanted to burn it all down you just leave but the reality is, is that I, um, I've not had very good luck in getting employment in my life. It takes a long, it's always taken a long time. The profession that I work in currently, um, despite 13, actually 15 years of experience in it, in, um, I always end up kind of with, a lot of applications and not many job offers. Mm-hmm. And, and that is also part of the reason of I'd rather go back, go on to be a coach instead of this, mm-hmm. like of being in this field. Um, but mm-hmm. I also have to, I also have to put food on the table and I also have to pay for medical expenses that my insurance refuses to cover. I mean, that's actually that's the outlier in all of this 
Mm -hmm. I haven't talked about it a lot because I'm at kind of a standstill of what happens next. Like, um, so even my plans to do all of this could easily, could actually get derailed by my health. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's also part of why we're talking about this, right? Yeah. Because you're talking about living in your parents' house is toxic as an empath. But I'm, so what I'm hearing then is, even though I know it's toxic, like living in a house with like asbestos in it, yeah. but I'm okay to do that until April. I'm okay exposing myself to asbestos. So I have more money. Yeah. That's, uh, that's not a smart thing for me. So that's what I'm trying to really gauge, like to come to terms with you're, yeah. you're talking about things you can't or cannot live with but you're still willing to harm yourself for certain things. And I'm questioning, is that the right decision or not? And maybe you're like not comfortable and you don't want to do it. Then that's where we're at. And that's fine. But that's what I'm trying to tease out here. Like how toxic is this to you? How much do you need a change and what level of change do you need? <clears throat> I need, I need distance. I need distance. Doesn't matter if it's a state or at least like five cities away. I need distance. Um, I've need. I needed it a year ago. I needed it when we we're going through training with Lumia. Um. Yeah. And it's even just, I, I'm so used to settling and being diplomatic for all this because I think that, <clears throat> that my desire for something is not uh, plausible. It's like not plausible unless I make a huge compromise for it. Like, no, you can only have this if you, if you compromise. Um, and that's why there's this this internal push and pull that's going back and forth here is like I know what I need I know that <clears throat> my condition may not get better because it's genetic but it would get it would be less inflamed if I had less of that emotional stress being tacked on from my household right the emotional asbestos yeah the emotional asbestos should copyright that phrase <laughs> I just like, really, you, should, you should copyright that phrase I've never heard that before and I hope no one else is using it but that would be like it's mine <laughs> trademarking emotional asbestos <laughs> um but, but yeah I mean that's that's how people operate right like physical stuff if you hear asbestos everyone freaks out and runs away yeah. But if we're living with that on an emotional or spiritual level, we put up with it for a long time. Yeah, we do. And that is causing problems. 
And so at what point is enough enough? Whatever that point is, it was probably several, several months before that was really the point. Yeah, Yeah, it was, it was, it's been a long time coming. Um, Yeah, it's been a long time coming. It's, if I want progress, a lot and a lot of this too is like if I want to be a better coach if I want to be able to coach people more frequently I need to be in a space that it's not mm-hmm. like right now I could take one a day if I mm-hmm. one coaching session a day if that but that is hard to come by because my environment around me is always trumping what I actually need emotional psychological level um and even like I have anxiety even about like if I leave that my parents are going to get rid of our dog because they don't want the responsibility yeah would you take the dog with you yeah I'm really tempted to they're like no she needs a backyard I was like I would rather walk her five times a day take deliberate breaks so I can take her for a walk mm-hmm. than watch you surrender her yeah I I would I would never it sounds so weird it's like I it goes back to that whole advocating for others but not for myself it's like I would never forgive them I'd never speak to them again if they surrendered her and I don't know why that matters so much but it's like well your dog is innocent right like really advocating for someone who doesn't deserve that who can't advocate for themselves that's that's a natural deep thing that's normal that's that's part of what makes you who you are that's what makes you a good coach that's compassion for for people who need help people and things yeah i have i i will i will take her off their hands which is yeah i won't let that happen and they're like she costs too much money it's like everything costs money and the reality mm-hmm. is, is that we go and figure it out, mm-hmm. or at least that's how I have lived my life. I've always just gone and fig- figured it out, which is what's happening now is like, I'm just trying to figure it out of like, I, I need the space. I'm willing to, I, not ready to leave California yet, but I need the space. I'm willing to move even into an area that my family may be up in arms about but it's cheaper for me just to maintain some distance between me and them Uh, obviously and then at some point if I am making more money I will move again I will move to something even not making more money but be more settled than things I will either move out of the of California and make that hard decision because actually the reality is to the the frustrating thing is I, I don't want to move out of California yet because the place I want to go is New York. <laughs> if I want to go somewhere cheaper, I want to go into another city. So that's not that's not that helpful. What is it about um, New York that you like? I I love the culture and the history. I go back to that public transportation thing. That would be like the reason to give up my car. I just take public transit right. for the rest of my life um I I like the east coast to some extent 
um, assuming it doesn't, you know, New York City doesn't fall back into the ocean. Which mm-hmm. um, so might San Francisco. Um, but yeah, I. Uh, are there alternatives in that area that are worth looking at? Maybe not New York City, but maybe you said the East Coast. East maybe. Coast. Maine. Like Florida. I don't know. Uh, what other states are on the East Coast? Um, North and South Carolina. Um, yeah, uh, I've, I've I have been, no idea what's on the East Coast. I'm so bad at geography. Don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> and if you and if you don't, um, and you've never been to those places, you you're safer for it. Um, North Carolina and South Carolina. My um, uh, Charles is from North Carolina, so I've been there before. Yeah, I don't know North if Carolina, I want to go there, but <laughs> I, I don't want to go there either. I actually spent a lot of time there with my ex, and I've I've seen the life it is, and and even though the cost of living is cheaper, finding a job in North Carolina if you are not military is really tough, and um, and South Carolina, too far south. I I'm literally north like, north of North Carolina. North and North maybe yeah. maybe well is there areas in new york state that i doable? see i have never explored new york state so i wouldn't know i would have to go and actually look also massachusetts is also up there too i i'd be willing to go to massachusetts um i yeah cost of living's higher but they make more it's good to make commensurate more, yeah. to um yeah. california but my my overall question with this is, is it worth at least exploring? Is that something you're open to exploring or is the thought when we're going to stay in California and make it work? Either way, where, think, where are you at? I think right now we're going to stay in California and make it work right now. Okay. At least for the next three, at least for the next three years. Okay. Um, so if that's the decision, then how long are you willing to live in emotional asbestos? Because um, you could go get that new, if you have 6K in your account, you could go get an apartment right now. Yeah, I could. And just do it. And then start and start fresh. Yep. And then start the, the savings part fresh. Um. Yeah, it's... Uh, I think the October really is as soon as I can. I mean, it it was how soon do you need to get out of emotional asbestos? Yesterday, reality wise, mm-hmm. it's yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, my parents are leaving, and I am taking care of their dog, and so I'm just the dog you're gonna take with you. Yeah, the dog that I'm gonna take with me. And when are they I'm, going? They're going to Ireland. Yeah, when? I'm sorry. When? Uh, October 15th, uh, not October, September 15th to October 5th. So they're going to be gone for a while, which is a relief on my end, as in I will get a good almost a month without them. And in that time too, because I don't have a place secured, it'll give me time to put it um, to secure the place. Well, you could also do that now. I mean, go find yeah. a place and say, can I, can I move in October 1st? Yeah, I'm trying to. I've, I've put in applications for it. I just haven't heard back yet from anybody. So that's, in okay. go- that's ongoing. Okay. Um, but then also it is 
to what we started this conversation with the boyfriend has to be broken up with in order to 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 finalize this plan to exit i mean yes i could just say i got an apartment i'm not coming back that'd be a really yeah. chicken shit way to do it but i could do it that way um a lot of my friends would like me to do it that way i'm like you know me a little too well to know that that is not an option <laughs> i'm just you could not... work these things concurrently you know, yeah. you don't have to do it the chicken shit way, but don't let that stop you from doing something. No, right? it's not stopping so. me from doing something. There is, there are applications in, uh, so they can check credit scores and all of those things to determine if I'm even eligible for a place. So, um, and, and if I don't have to pay like six grand to move in, I'd love that, but you know, Oh, well, yeah, and the um, building up your credit, you're willing to take that slower. Yeah. So you may not like hearing this, but an option is you spend more money than probably you're comfortable with to get out of the emotional asbestos and work to build that back once you're settled in, in a new place and okay. just be willing to do that. Yeah. Because that's more important because you can make that back. You can pay that down. You can get back to a better footing. It may take some time, but you could do it, but you can't get back your emotional health. Yeah, I can. I won't get back my emotional health. I won't be able to. So many medications. And I mean, for like full disclosure, like my health has gotten so bad my period. I haven't gotten a period in over a month and I'm not pregnant. That would be the fun okay. way to not get your period, but no. <laughs> It's for um, some, perhaps. For some, anyways. I mean, yeah, it'd still be a terrifying <laughs> endeavor if that was the case. But like, um, my body is really out of sorts, and mm -hmm. yeah, it is. It's really hard. Um, yeah. So, yep, I'm in the I'm, I'm in the thick of this, and it's. Uh, I also know too that if I ever get my surgery approved. Um, my surgery will, will help me cope. I, I, being somewhere else to recover from my surgery will help me a lot because being there and having to, um, deal with their, their animosity towards each other all the time will end up being, make it worse, mm -hmm. but we're still waiting on that. I'm sure he's still out on that one so yeah so we're coming oh, a little bit after time which is fine yeah. but what what's the takeaway we talked about breaking up with the boyfriend it's gonna happen we don't know when but it's gonna happen <laughs> it's crazy apparently um that's my opinion I take it back. <laughs> um, tell me how you really feel lauren <laughs> sorry no i don't <laughs> i don't blame you it, no, it's, it is really crazy. I agree. And I've never had such difficulty like this before ever. I haven't like it's, um, and it's not just because people usually break up with me, but it's also because it is, I I'm, it's just a, it's a different level. It's a different level of 
it makes you it's made me question a lot of who who I am as and and the trauma I've been through and trying to figure out if this is a trauma response making me break up with this person or if this is really like going back and forth between are you just breaking up with him because you you don't feel safe no matter who you're with or are you breaking up with him because this person really isn't what you want and that's been the the narrative going on back and forth in my head of like I'm not getting Winnie from this relationship but will I ever for anyone it is that's that's it that kid we'll pin that for another time but that's well I, I feel like you have several other things to work through before that has room to come out and and deal with <laughs> like you won't even ever know the answer to that question so long as you live in your parents house yeah that's right right because of other things going on we have to heal and improve in other areas before we have space to work on that yeah that's true so um we talked about your emergency fund we talked about the medical bills that wiped it out and that you want to move out of your an emotionally asbestos ridden house by october because your parents are going to ireland for a month yeah trying to figure out how to do that um Taking a more cost-effective place, even if it's in a less savory area of town, to do that, trying to find somewhere, hopefully, where you can take your dog. If not, yeah. take the dog anyway um, and just make it work. Yeah. Uh, but you want to stay at your job for at least the next three years, but are open to perhaps leaving California after that. Yeah. Yes. So what would you want to work on then between now and next week? Finding an apartment. Finding an apartment. Yeah. Finding an apartment. Keep putting in applications. And then obviously saying goodbye to the boyfriend. <laughs> and if it comes up. And if it comes up. Yeah, I know. Better come up soon. Sometimes I wish I was morally bankrupt. <laughs> I really do sometimes. I wish that I, there are people that like rip it off like a band-aid so easily. I really wish I had that in me. Um, and then you wouldn't be who you are. I know, but this is like a time and place where you kind of wish you weren't who you were. So it would get, it just get it done. But well, there's also things of really looking at and challenging how to break up with the boyfriend. We've talked about this in other sessions. Yeah. Really questioning everything about your thought process going into that, because maybe we can tweak it or put some tools in place to make that as easy as possible for you. So we get it done. The best yeah. way to break up with the boyfriend is the one that you'll actually do. Yeah. Even if it's chicken shit, because I would, I would. I would proffer that staying with the boyfriend is also part of the emotional asbestos in your life. Yeah, it is. It's definitely not as bad because I don't see him as often, but it's there. So it's, again, if this were in a physical house, there was a bit asbestos, everybody would be freaking out and doing something about it. Yeah. We're putting up with things we don't, we should not be putting up with that are bad for us yeah. because of, narratives going on in our head that we can challenge right so 
That's right. Maybe you get your best friend to, to like hang out nearby, wait in the car while I go do this. And then we'll go out and drink or something like yeah. look at other ways. What can we do to make that as workable for you so that we get it done? Yeah. What tools can we use for that? And that could be a conversation for a different call if you would like. Yeah. How about we hold that off? So another call. Okay, cool. Okay. All right. That stuff. <laughs> Character building. Character, yeah. Character building. Definitely. Okay. Uh, well, um, I'll let you get back to your Saturday. Saturday then. Take it easy. Best you, you can. Do you have more calls today? today? No. Okay. No. Nope. Good. Because yeah. I was talking to me is a lot. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It's all good. But um, I'll send a recap. Um, you should be able to get your podcast episodes by now. I thought I got that. Yeah, I did. And um, they I've been I've listened to the the first one. I haven't listened to the second one yet, but okay. Yeah. And you're doing that through Apple? Apple. Like Apple mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Which at uh, some point on a less like coaching call situation, I need to pick your brain about that, about how you got them on there. Um I'm trying to merge my mm-hmm. trying to start my own but for a different one for different podcasts okay yeah yeah we can chat about that another time yes. um but yeah i'm happy to share my hard fought knowledge because it's been a pain in the butt but i, I know a lot, so <laughs> yeah, it, it is it really is a pain in the ass i think that's actually why we never my friend and i never got it on um apple music because we just couldn't figure it out we we're like we have a link why can't we get this on it was yeah they make it really difficult but if i can yeah that, that'd no, be helpful. i'm happy to help you out with that but yeah i'll get that uploaded i'll get your um recap sent out um put in the link for next week just mm-hmm. take it easy let me know if there's anything i can help with of course thank you so you're welcome, welcome. Welcome. Rest of your weekend. Thanks. You too. Take it easy. Take it easy. I'm far, far away if you need to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. Move far. Move. Move to Australia. (laughs) That's that's how far we should go. Like, let's move all the way on the other side of the world. Let's do that. Okay. Uh, If that's what you want, we'll make it happen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. I'll talk to you later. Thank you. I'll talk to you later. Sure thing. (laughs) Bye.